Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Relentlessly Authentic Radio. I'm your host, Nicolette Bernardis, and as always, I am so excited and so grateful to have you here in this space where we explore all the human things. In today's episode, episode nine, you will hear the continuation and finale of my conversation with Stacy Sexton that we recorded back on October 22nd. And in this episode, we explore big sacral energy, what that means and how it's tied to both Stacy's company, The Sacral House, that she co-owns and co-created, as well as her work and her passion in astrology and human design specifically. Before we jump into this continuation of our conversation, I wanted to take a moment to first announce my first sponsor, which also happens to be The Sacral House. When I thought about whether I would take sponsorship if the opportunities arose or whether I'd seek them out, my only parameter in my mind was that it had to be something that I believe in, that I would gladly refer to all my friends and family, um, that I would use without any reward. And I've been using the Sacral House products now for almost a year just because I think they're amazing. They're intentional, and you know me, always looking for the deeper meaning in things. They're more than just products. They are great products on their own, but you'll hear us talk about this in a moment. They are intentionally created to bring us back to self. And so for my listeners, if you use the code AUTHENTIC20, you will get 20% off your purchase at the Sacral House. This link will be in the show notes, but I highly recommend if you are especially a person who is working to reclaim pleasure, sensuality, and working on your own embodiment journey of coming home to self, products like these are a really great way, a great doorway into self. They have been for me. You'll hear me talk about that in just a few minutes. But yeah, I can't say enough good things about, about the love and intention and time and care that is, that is taken to create everything that, that Stacy and her business partner, Christina, release. So again, Authentic 20, if you put it at checkout at thesacralhouse.com, 20% off your order. And last thing before we get into the episode... It is now December 16th, 2020, and it has been a very inward time for me. It is a very inward time in at least the <laughs> the Northern Hemisphere, um, where we are getting into winter. The solstice is coming up. There was an eclipse and new moon on Monday that had a lot to do around, for me at least, how I interpreted it letting go, shedding, death of old stories and old patterns that no longer serve the being, the fullest, truest, wholest version of myself stepping forward into this world. So I wanted to just take note of that. What I have felt when I tune in is a a call to trust that 
It's okay to let go of these things that have held on to us. It's okay to let go of the stories and the experiences and face them. Let them be seen and witnessed and then transmute them into something inspired or just let them go altogether because they no longer serve who you are becoming. And they may be getting in the way of the most authentic you to date. And so in this time, this little pocket of time between um, this eclipse, which ended the eclipse season for 2020, and the solstice, which also has some other big energy of intention setting that I would invite you all into on the 21st, take this time to reflect on what no longer serves, what old stories or old patterns or old habits, wounds possibly are surfacing that are asking to be witnessed and you get to make the discerning decision if you let them go or not or if they still serve some purpose, if they're meant to repeat another cycle or if they're meant to be kicked off. This is not a time of doing per se and it's really contradictory because we're in this holiday season which is just asking of us to keep going and doing for presents and family and celebration and all these things when the winter season is asking, go inward, slow down, be with yourself, be cozy and, and, and yeah, inward. And the outside world says, no, no, do things, buy things. And then we have all the swirling energy of the uncertainty still that 2020 has been steeped in. So I just wanted, I felt called to speak on the very inward nature, how there may be some feelings of disruption and purging or grief or just intensity that's been coming to the surface over the past, I would say, two two to three weeks. Um, and know that it's okay to take some time to say, what no longer serves me? Is this relevant anymore? Or can I let it go with love and say, you know what? Thank you. Whatever, whatever you are, it might be a person, it might be a relationship, it might be just a narrative that, that runs in the background of your mind. Thank you for being here to protect me. Thank you for helping me to evolve into who I am today, but I no longer need this. And I'm doing a lot of that, so that's why it's very present for me, because I'm, I've been consciously aware <laughs> of how these things have held me back. Um, but now for whatever the reason, I trust in the divine timing of it all. It is time for me to let that shit go. So that's where I'm at right now. I haven't been very active on social media. I haven't been very active with life. For those of you who have messaged me and I haven't gotten back to you, it's not because of you, I promise. It is a <laughs> general distaste of technology lately um, but it is a time for me to be inward with myself and so from this platform I send you so much love and big hugs and a reminder to trust yourself trust in your yeses and your noes and since you're about to hear me and Stacy talk about big sacral energy sacral authority your yeses and your noes this is a perfect 
segue into this conversation. Trust that yes and no from that deeper place and explore that. Invite it to have a seat at the table as you reflect on where we are headed next, where you are headed next in this next season of life because a cycle is ending, a new one is beginning on the collective level and it may feel like one on your personal level as well. So be kind, be curious, non-judgment is always helpful when possible and I see you in all of your beautiful humanity. So without further ado, here is Who Says You Can't Go Home, part two, with the brilliant and fiery Stacy Sexton. And I hope you enjoy. So I want to, before we close out, I want to talk about some of your professional work that you do, um, both with the Sacral House, and tell, tell the audience a little bit about, and then I'll gush on it also, um, about Sacral House and where that came from and, and what that means, as well as you stepping into your practice of working through human design. And I'll give you permission. You can use me as an example or use you as an example freely. <laughs> so the Sacral House is coming up on its two-year idea anniversary. So it's Halloween that Christina and I, uh, my business partner for the Sacral House, that we came together and we you know, we wanted to make our own products, skincare products and things like that. We've been making them for years, but we wanted to kind of like stir the pot a little bit and create things that are for intimate moments, but not just like outsourcing our intimacy or our pleasure, really about kind of reclaiming that relationship with self, right? Yeah. 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 So we here for it. (laughs) The sacral house is, you know, our first and our flagship product is the sex oil. And this is of course an intimate oils and arousal oil. We also say like, this is for your whole body. Right. And we created other things that are like to use in your bedroom, other things to use on your body for hygiene, just simply for pleasure. Really the big invitation there is just to kind of come back to yourself, to come back to your senses again in this world that kind of like wants to be in such a mental space that we wanted to create something that was so focused on the body and so focused on, hey, it's beautiful for the sake of being beautiful. It smells good for the sake of smelling good. It makes your body feel good. Mm-hmm. For the purpose of fucking and feeling good, you and know, it's not like the earth, and it's natural. It's not yes, artificial yes. fragrances. To yes, this is an all natural product line. Again, and that was sort of initiated because Christina and I, again, we had been making our own for years because of health reasons. We had sort of gotten down that path of we had to start removing certain products and chemicals and things like that out of our day to day routine. So we had started making our own things, and we just were like, "Fuck, we should." we should make some stuff that's really going to help with this healing that we think is so important around kind of nurturing the sacral chakra. So how convenient, right? And just sort of tapping into this is pleasure-based. This is joy-based. This is um, intimacy and, and platonic and sexual nature, right? It's just about like what you and I experience is very intimate. It's a very intimate relationship, but it's a non-sexual relationship, right? And just getting people back to, again, their sensual qualities of themselves. So 
seeing, smelling, hearing, tasting, all of that. And this is what, this is what Stacy has helped me remember about my humanity. This, because so much we hear pleasure. I imagine most of us, our mind goes to sex or some extension of sex, but pleasure is about experiencing with the senses that we have and that with these physical, tangible human senses that we have, and it sparks things in us. And one of the really beautiful things about, about the, the sex oil specifically, because it is an intimate oil, right? It can be used in sex and you guys market it as like, it's safe for all the parts. All um, the parts, baby. All <laughs> the parts. But what it has brought me back to in all of your products. So I will say I have um, nectar is a face oil. Face and body. Yeah. It's amazing. It's got this like strawberry, like juicy vibe. Stra- yes. Strawberry seed oil, rose hip, argan, rose absolute. It's literally just like simple. It's like a really strawberry. pear oil. Yes. But it smells like a real strawberry. Not like that fucking lip smackers. Not that no. body. What's you that? know, it's real. And what's- yeah, no, no body splash, like fake. What's that? What's in it? Bad and body works. Bad and body works. None of that. No. None of that. That stuff's toxic. So like, sorry for talking smack about a label, but that stuff is just filled with toxins that screw up your hormones and really trick your brain. Anyway, but so fu- a funny fact about me is that I really love putting, like getting good quality, like face cream or oil. And like, I really enjoy putting my morning and evening like face stuff on. I find myself like it is a pleasurable moment mm-hmm. to put on like the, the, the feel, the silky feel of the oil on my face, the the smell, the, the thinking about how it's nourishing and hydrating my skin and the face that I show to the world. Like there is a, something very beautiful and there is some presence that you can find there when you stop and just enjoy that experience. Mm. And it, mm-hmm. you encourage constantly to the sex oil friends it smells differently on everybody. I'll wear it as just like a, as a, like I'll put it on my wrist before I leave the house sometimes. And you can pick out certain hints of ginger or cocoa totally. or whatever out of it based on your own individual skin. But just mm-hmm. even that level of attention to picking those things out is sensual. It is bringing you into a moment of pure presence to experience the world through, in this case, scent and and touch mostly. Mm -hmm. But like, there is something really empowering about that. It might sound kind of silly, but try it out. Like with whatever you use in your day-to-day life, eating, taking time to put your phone down, turn the TV off and just taste your food you might find that it tastes disgusting if you really stop and taste it or (laughs) you might find that it's like really like especially if you just made like a really beautiful colorful like whole fresh meal and you're 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 tasting it and there's the textures for me it's like avocado and I like putting like honey crisp apples and stuff with apple cider vinegar little tang sea salt like and for me and I'm going to use this as a bridge to talk about for you to talk about human design as well um, is I'm a, you know, you can explain it better, but I'm a sacral authority. So like 
my juice is in my sacral region. Well, that was very shut down for a long time. And me and my relationship with pleasure, especially in, especially in intimacy, but specifically with myself, I realized that I could not sit with my pleasure. It was like, it was almost, it was too intense for me to stay with. So I would disconnect out of my body and go up into my head. There's a lot of backstories to why that is with like in relationship. Um, so it's like never really being able to settle in with men. And so I would just go up into my head as a defense mechanism to not be with the intensity of whatever was going on in my, in my emotions really. But having this product just personally, these products personally is calling attention to. So I'll oftentimes use it like, and just rub it on my lower belly as an, as a way to give love and honor to that space, to give a little bit of attention to it. But it is helping me come back to myself in a way that I can continue because I'm, this is in progress for me to open to my pleasure because for a long time I realized I was stifle orgasms yeah. even with myself mm-hmm. because I was so disconnected to all the shame and all the stuff but like right. there was just so much lockdown that I couldn't access those points and if I just jump right into an intimate situation with somebody else like I just shut down so these products just spending more time putting my lotion on and like enjoying the feel of my skin enjoying noticing where there's tension points and giving my like massaging my legs or my belly that brings me more to life that helps me to unlock more of that and help me to sit with that tension of the intensity of pleasure so I I use that as a bridge because these are the ways in which Stacy has helped me understand me and come home to me more is through this this beautiful creation co-creation with her and Christina um but then also through through human design and helping me understand a little bit more about why it is that I am the way that I am and where I get my energy and what may deplete me. So if you feel complete about the sacral health stuff, you're more than welcome to go down that more, but. um, Oh, this is totally a good segue for talking about human design. I mean, um, absolutely. The, the sacral chakra was a huge inspiration for the sacral house. Hence the name of it, you know, something that we're really trying to invite people to sort of, get back into that relationship with. Um, and it's just such a gift to know that we're a part of people's rituals. That's so sweet to know. And I never get over that. And it's just so much fun. And we have tons of new stuff that will be coming out slowly, <laughs> some stuff <laughs> soon. It, it, you know, it's, it's um, a two woman show and it's a beautiful place to be at. Um, and also just, just to think of where we've been and, less than two years and also just like what's on the horizon. It's been a beautiful journey. Uh, But we can also talk about the sacral energy in the context of human design. And to just kind of take a step back for people who are not super familiar with human design, it is another modality that gives us a tool for self-study. That's how I like to think of it. And I I probably my first love language is just Western astrology, to be completely honest. I mean, I started, I got into that when I was 10 with my grandmother. And so it's been a part of how I make sense of the world and myself and others for going on 24 years. 
And so I use that modality all the time and I do integrated astrology, human design readings. And I just feel like there's a huge intrigue with human design simply because it's newer (laughs) to be, to fully own that. It's a newer thing. And I think our human nature is like, Ooh, bright and shiny, Ooh, bright and shiny, you know, but also we're just at a phase where I think people are more invested in themselves. So however that's going to look, if it's just you talking to a therapist, if it's you going to church, if it's you getting into Enneagram, Myers-Briggs. There's a million doors in. A million doors in. Um, and actually part of the reason why I personally got into human design was because I've had my foot in several of these doors. I love this shit. I love to analyze and blah, 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 blah. And some of my friends and I, a few years ago, were like, well, huh, how do they all weave together? Mm. You know, like, how, how am I an ENFP Sag Sun, Scorpio rising, Capricorn moon, I'm a, you know, Enneagram four, wing three. Like, how do you start weaving all that together? Oh, and I'm a generator in human design with this authority, da, 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 right? And, and so that's actually what kind of took me a little deeper with it. And I was just really pulled towards human design. So human design is actually a hybrid technology, if you will, that takes an I Ching, Kabbalah, Western astrology and the chakra system. Um, it's incredible. I, again, <laughs> will be a student of it forever. There's just so much to take in from that. Uh, but I do love that there's a lot of tangible goodness that you can get right off the bat. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have to necessarily be an expert per se to start diving into it. For anyone else that's curious just to do their own self study with human design. One thing that I will sort of caveat this with is if you start just getting into the books and things like that, a lot of the languaging, I don't like it, (laughs) to be completely honest. It sounds a little dogmatic to me, and it reminds me personally of how astrology sounded in the 90s to me when I was a child and then a teenager, things like that, where it just sounded a little like, ooh, oh my gosh. I'm Scorpio rising. That must mean I'm a freak who loves sex and death. And And it terrified me. And I was like, okay, wait, hold on, hold on. We cannot just say these like one and done statements. There are books and books and books and books and books to be written about every single sign and archetype and expression, blah, 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 blah. Did become a little ironic because I am obsessed with death and sex, but <laughs> it's but, not, not true. It's just not the it's not the only it's, it's, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. So you know, just want to say that about human design. If you're kind of doing your own, there's a lot of incredible readers who are out in the realm of Instagram now. They can sort of go and they have educational accounts. I don't necessarily have an educational account per se. I like to say I am the living embodiment of my charts. And I do give little tips on there too, in between having my readings, but um, it's so fabulous to just go in there. And if you can just learn your type, there's five types in human design and then go learn your authority. Um, Just living out those two things and kind of using that for self-reflection can really open up a lot of really beautiful self-inquiry and probably a little bit of ease, dare I say, if you start kind of getting back to that. So um, yeah, I mean, there's all these different 
there's five types in human design. I'll just go over this really quickly. There's a manifester, a manifesting generator, which Nicolette is. There's a generator, which I am. And then there are reflectors and projectors. And it's only the generators and manifesting generators who have a defined sacral. And so you have all these defined and undefined centers in the body. And they can very much be reflecting, just like in the traditional chakra system, like your organs and physical physical parts of ourselves, but there's a lot of kind of non-physical components of it too, a lot of emotional and things like that. So a good percentage of, of us walking around are these quote unquote sacral beings. And this does translate so very closely to the direct sacral chakra. So it is kind of like your juice, life force energy is the word human design uses over and over and over for it. So if you have it defined, um, you got to feed it. You got to feed it. And when you have it and it's kind of in a happy place, if you will, it is juicy. It's a feel good kind of energy. It's sustenance too. It is, it is contagious. So I always like to bring this back. Um, Again, you can very easily and for free go find out what your human design type is and go look up at your chart. Uh, you do want to be very, very exact with your time of birth. Even in Western astrology, like we want to know exactly, right? Because we want to get super, super accurate on that. But sometimes in human design, some days you could have three minutes difference and be a totally different chart. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um but you can go look this up and just sort of know. Um, I think people who have this this sacral defined, when we are in that place of really feeding it, I will bet you've gotten the compliment over and over and over throughout your life. You are so you feel good to be around, yeah. you know. And I know I've gotten that compliment before. And you can sort of get that self awareness of like, oh, I'm feeling damn good right now, and it is sort of putting like this magnifying lens on me um it is or or you're dry or you're dried up you know you're you're not not feeding it then it's right and so nicolette and i are uh people who have a sacral authority which this means that we sort of like bow down to the sacral Part of ourselves. Yep. It's just, yes, yes. Which, which I can't swear, but let that prior to like two, two years ago, it'd be like, well, I don't right. see that because there was no liberation for that for me. So I was very dried up for a long ah. time. Like, so now, you know, okay. So even if it's not your authority though, okay. Cause we can still talk about it, whether you have it defined or undefined. Um, <clears throat> but here's, here's the thing about it. When you are sort of listening to the sacral, according to human design, it's a yes or a no. So it does kind of play a little bit in that duality land, right? So it loves, it loves responding to something and it's always responding. The world is an, a limitless buffet. You are responding to everything I'm saying. You're responding when you're on Instagram and scrolling, right? Think about it if you're listening to this. Every time you see a picture, you're thinking like, ooh, I like that, or eh, not so much. You're reading a book and you're like, ooh, I'm in it. But I will say this, the sacral is physical. 
So when you're getting a yes, it's a hell yes. It is. I can't be still in my seat. My hands move forward. My body lunges towards it, right? So in human design, it's all about how can you feed that kind of visceral energy, something that's propelling you forward. Because if it's a pause, it's a no. A hell yes or a no. A hell yes or a no, right? And we get so conditioned to... I should do this, or this is what they want me to do, or I have to do that right now. And we do live in a human world where there are, eh, there's moments where you got to do that, right? But how, what are some other things that you could drop? And what are some things that you could bring back in? Y'all, this starts with like, what clothes are you eating? What food are you eating? Sorry, what clothes are you wearing? (laughs) If you're eating clothes, I don't know. Judgment, but maybe reach out. We'll have a conversation. You get what I mean though, right? (laughs) The music that you're listening to all of these little choices, like when we don't feel, when we feel disempowered by life, like if you're sitting there and you're like, fuck you guys, I'm in a job I don't like, and I don't necessarily have the means to be stepping away from that. I like to bring people back to like, where do we have autonomy? So for most of us, that is maybe on what we're wearing. That is, um, the, the music that we're listening to on the way to work or driving around or just in our home, some of the food that, you know, and we've just been taught to have so much restriction around things that the sacral literally doesn't get to breathe. She doesn't get to come out to play and give us that expansive type of thing. Now, again, it's a contagious energy and it's meant to be because it is life force energy. So you want the people who have undefined sacrals to be kind of like driving with those who have defined. So Something just something just came to mind that so in the body work that I do it's called be activated um, and Douglas would always Douglas Heal is is the the creator of this philosophy methodology and he would always talk about when we first start the workshops how like breathing in big sexy belly like expansive belly but even mm-hmm. just think about societally especially for women but even for men who are told like have the six pack and women it's like have the flat stomach oh yeah um we literally suffocate our sacral region through like holding our breath and through flexing so it becomes rigid and controlled so like this is part of the issue it's not just shame around sexuality. It's not just how we relate to one another and vulnerability and all those things. It's literally like society is telling us what makes us visibly attractive and acceptable right. is locking down our life force. So how much restriction is that? Yes. Right. There's a lot of restriction around so many things. Yeah. And so it's <clears throat> within means, you know, how can you bring that back into your life and just knowing that it, it what human design says is, excuse me, when you are feeding that, you are feeding your, your physical stamina. Again, I use that word sustenance and we're in this Mars retrograde right now. And that I think has been a theme for so many people. How are you receiving sustenance? Mm -hmm. So it's just regardless of what your human, human design type is, it's a beautiful reflection to kind of take in. But if you do go out and find, hey, I'm a generator or hey, I'm a, gener- a manifesting generator, you know, aha, this is even more, important. I don't want to say more important, but I don't know. It kind of is. It's, it's literally part of your design. We can say that, right? It's part of your design to nurture that. And I'm kind of in my own little personal cocoon right now. 
of where I'm kind of like leaning into my human design chart for it just, you know, I have this part that's really reminding me that uh, rigorous physical movement is so important for my anxiety and worry. Uh, I have a complete channel between my root and my spleen. And when you have that kind of completed connection, there's a deep, there's a deeper relationship between those two spaces. And so mm-hmm. anyway, that's kind of getting into it, but I love these tangible things. Now well, we can say, well, everyone needs exercise. Who are you to say, but you know what? There's a lot of people that can get by with doing yoga, flowy things, maybe well, or yen. Yep. I know people that are like, I only need walking and I'm fine. And so this has been a little bit of me having to get back to something that, Hey, I, I don't need human design to tell me this. Cause I'm at the point in my life of almost 34 years. I know this about myself, but God damn it. It's in my chart too. So like, I really just can't <laughs> deny like confirmation of what you already know. Right. So I need rigorous. I need sweat. I need something that is maybe a little bit what we would consider that yang or masculine energy, you know, like, <sighs> And getting out that excess stuff out of the body. So again, there's so many tangible qualities to human design that I love. You could think of it as little shortcuts, but it definitely gets into the heady part of it as well. It's more just a little blueprint. It gives you indications of places that maybe you specifically need to lean in more. So you can be like to, to give you the most balance, the most vibrance, the most juice, the most energy to Absolutely. be in the world. And and I'll tell you, this podcast has been on my mind for a couple of years, but after doing the reading with you, when you, I can't, I don't know the language because this stuff, I have you for, for this, but what I took away from it, at least in my own words, and you can correct me with the technical terms, is that I have a connection between and the throat center. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so what, one of the pieces of advice that you gave me when I'm, when I'm feeling kind of stuck like how important it is for me, A, to that, which you already said, reflecting in response to the world around me. Like that phrase came to mind after talking to you because mm-hmm. I am always responding because yeah. of this, you know, to, to these things, translating them and then, but speaking them out loud is very important for me and for my energy. And so one of the pieces of advice you gave me is like, if I'm feeling stuck or kind of sludgy to mm-hmm. just do simple things like do I want coffee or tea and answer out loud like and say yes. out loud yes simple things to practice just getting that my yes and my no uh-huh. and making decisions especially for me as a Libra like making decisions like simple decisions <laughs> it's yes. super hard sometimes <laughs> yeah you know for the for the memes with like for women who can't pick what they want to eat like I'm starting to realize like, no, no I don't love this as a woman it's like my Libra nature is like unless I have a deep like yes it's like, I don't know. I, don't, I know, don't, but that's why you keep, choose. you keep playing though with the this or that, this but, or that. Exactly. This or that. And so, but what you, but you talking about me speaking things out loud was really important. Um, it put why this idea for a podcast and pulling at these threads and exploring them like we're doing here. Yeah. Like when I do the solo ones and I'm exploring a topic without having a set outcome in mind, it, it lights me up. And so I, I thank you for that, for that information, for that reflection, because it helped me realize like, oh, no, no, I need to be doing things where I'm speaking. I knew I wanted yeah. to. I knew I, I fall into flow state when I am having conversation, when I'm doing workshops. But I didn't have content. So again, it was just a confirmation 
of what mm-hmm. I already knew that gave exactly. me a little bit more courage to lean into something that was new and a little bit scary and, you know, imposter syndrome and who wants to listen all this shit that goes on in our little, little self mm-hmm. part of our brain. But I, I want to deeply thank you and bow to you for inviting this into my, into my space so that I could be here. You're so welcome. I mean, you were meant to do it, right? And I, I, I do love that you say again, like we know these things about ourselves. And I think probably at the end of the day, the most important thing for me is, and, and what I hope to encourage in other people is for them to have that autonomy of self and to know that we have everything within us and we don't have to outsource anything, right? No. I'm just the type of person, I love this shit. I love these tools. I love learning about them. I love getting to meet people and read their charts, talk to my friends over and over about their charts. I'm like, I know, I know everything about you. I've seen your nudes, you know, it, it, it is a little bit of seeing nudes. I've seen it's like, but it's such a precious act, you know, like I'm deeply honored that I get to do it and I don't take it lightly. And I share, I, I reciprocate and share my nudes with people. <laughs> you know, I'm like, sure, yeah. Look at my, We're look at my chart. We're all getting naked here. We're all getting naked and just stripped down to our humanness and how beautiful it is that we can have these little, like, other languages to discuss ourselves, right? Yes. And and it's just a really beautiful thing because almost, uh, no, every person that I've done a reading for, it, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of age, because I've done, I have a lot of... Um, clients who've been in their 50s mm-hmm. and are coming up on their second uh, Saturn return yeah I'm like ooh, giddy up I'm excited for you and but everyone's like thank you for witnessing something that maybe I've sort of been on the fringes about or been on the edge about right because it sort of gives you a definitive reminder of like what you're what your soul signed up to incarnate doing, you know? And again, we, we forget sometimes or, or in our human form, we like the tangible. We like to be reminded like, oh, there it is on paper. I can go back to my chart and be reminded and empowered of this. And I always say astrology, human design, they should only ever expand if they ever make you feel like, oh, well, I can't do that because da, da, da. nope wrong we're reading it wrong right yeah because your desires speak loudly for a reason you know so you wanting to do this podcast and having that part of you that wanted it that's enough that's enough girl right but then all that we looked at in your human design was just seeing like wow there's such a strong channel that wants to really like emote in a tangible way through writing through speaking specifically like that sacral wants to come up and kind of respond to the world in this other very tangible way. And you have your own defined throat that is sort of um, kind of a home into itself. And so I notice it's interesting. I notice a lot of people who have defined throats and they struggle with how they are communicating, um, whether it is writing or whether it is just sort of like maybe quote unquote, getting louder about something yeah, or taking on a new project, you know, it could be a multitude, but anyway, I find this pretty, 
pretty routinely that people who have the defined throat specifically this year. And so, um, but I think a lot of people have felt a little nervous about how to start speaking up or what, you know, things are feeling cloudy or do I have the right to say something right now? But yeah, I think you're going to just create more inner turmoil and frustration when you don't empty out these centers that are defined and have their own messaging that kind of wants to be parlayed yeah. in your instance, <laughs> quite literally, right? So it can create, that's, that can be someone's undoing, right? When we have a defined center that we aren't letting it kind of like live out a little bit, then it gets We're really just frustrating. allowing the energy to move. I mean, like that's yes. just keeping with our emotional state. Just give it, acknowledge it for what it is, mm-hmm. for what it's there to show you, for what it needs, ask it what it needs, and then let it move. Right. And, and Movement is key. Like, oh, truly. Yeah. Right? And, Movement is just so key. And I, I, I want to, um, I think we're, we need to close down, but I want so that you can go pick up your children. Um, but, I have to go, mom. <laughs> but Back I to want, mommy, I go. I want to reiterate what you said before, like as you, as you went into this last flow. Of, these are all just ways in. And I always want to remind people what you already said and just reinforce it over and over. You know what is right for you. If you're willing mm-hmm. to listen to the yes and the no, if you're willing to lean in to things that are maybe new or uncomfortable, but if you feel that pull, like if you're not watching video, you feel like like literally viscerally, viscerally pulled towards something or curious. If oh, you yeah. heard something that we said in this and it sparked like, oh, I want to learn more about that. Go research. Oh. And, and just be curious and open because you, ne- the more open you are to these things, exactly what you need will show up in your life. And part of the outside world, like, you know, inside of you, the outside world is just a mirror for you. And it's going to show you things when it's time for you to see them. They might've been brought up to you four or five times. I find it very often, specifically with this book, with women who run with the wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. It's like, it's amazing. I won't even go into what it's about, but more often than not, when I've been like in a coffee shop sitting and reading it, because I used to carry it around with me for a while, people, these other women would come up and be like, oh, I had like three people this week tell me about this book. And I'm like, go buy it. Because like, yeah. that is like, so when, you, <laughs> when you see these clumpings, like just recognize the outside world is giving you reinforcement of what you need to see, what you need to learn for this current moment for you. If you're right. open to it, it's all there for you. And all it's doing is bringing up to the surface that which you already know, that your soul is already asking for, that maybe it wasn't time for. Like there's things that have come into my consciousness that were told to me years ago. And honestly, like two years ago, I would have just like at astrology, I would have at human design. But because of these things, it was time for me to be ready to step into this version of myself. I wasn't ready then to hear the type of messages that Stacy or my friend, Laura, who is a guest a couple of episodes ago, the messages they gave me were given to me in the time that it was right for me in the moment that I was ready to receive it and embody it and then do something with it. So you might be 18 and you might be 75 or anywhere else within or outside of that. And if something in this that you hear from us or something that sparks something in you, it calls it to your attention, lean into it because you know, and we're just here sharing our experiences because we're each unique. We're on a unique path. 
that there's space for all of us to have. We're here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I know I'll, I'll just speak for Stacey and I'm like, I don't know what's right for you. She doesn't know what's right, you know, for you either. She knows, she knows her and she's done the work to, to learn that language. I know what's right for me and I'll share what I learned and my experiences with it. And I'm always inviting people into, okay, feel into this and see what feels right for you. If you feel resistance, ask why. If you feel like a yes, dig into why that is too, because there's more, there's an infinite amount of information there for you. And these are just ways that we pull these felt senses that we have to build a trust back for because the world we live in does not encourage us to listen to our inner yeses and nos. So this is part of the actual physical practice, the, the spiritual practice, the emotional practice of listening and following, mm -hmm. especially when it's leading you into unknown territories. It's usually when we want to be like, well, no, it feels can uncomfortable. I, this must be wrong. Can I say this one last point about Please. human design? I think this is really beautiful. Um, out of all the authorities, there's only one that technically kind of resides in the head, but most of them are all below the neck. There's something to that, right? And even the one that is, it's like, um, really, it just, it just means that you need to talk something out. Yeah. And, and so that you can hear your own voice. So it's not even as mental as we're thinking, you know, but really our knowing, that's how we can sort of think of it. Our knowing is in our body. Our knowing is in our human vessel. And we all signed up to feel our intuition a number of different ways. You can interpret that as the, the, the different clairs that exist, but there's something visceral that moves in you. And it's always going to lead you to where it wants to go, <laughs> even when it doesn't make sense sometimes. But yeah, I agree. If there's anything that ever jumps out at you when you're listening to a podcast or scrolling or whatever, like don't, I don't know, don't get too heady about those nudges. Just kind of like see where it takes you. If nothing, I think we're also like just in such a, uh, um, an existence of like everything needs to be a side hustle that yeah. we just also like lose the pure enjoyment of like, Hey, this keeps coming up. And this was just a book that I was meant to read because I was really going to enjoy it. Or I went to the rabbit hole of this and damn, I just feel really satiated that I learned that I'm not going to do anything really? with it, you know, do anything, but like I learned something and I received it and my body really loved it. And my brain got engaged in a way like, ah, sometimes that's enough. You know, it doesn't always have to be this glorifiable no. on a stage public thing. Like, I think we've really lost these nuanced sort of uh, parts of our human expression to just doing things to do them, doing things because I wanted to. Well, Shit. Yeah, things that are just, <laughs> things that are just for me. That are, you yes, know, it's like, just for me. To, to, to enjoy, to play. And I think yes. that's, you know, you're, you're balancing pragmatic, pragmatism with play. play. Yep, here I am. And that's, that. this is the, the dance of humanity. Welcome. And yes. we all have our own moves Stacy's got the, gy the gyration. I don't know mine. I just do a lot of like this weird stuff. You get me on the arms a lot more too. Yeah. But funny thing is, so funny. Like, so like I, I watch myself even on this video and I'm like, I'm not the same person I was three years ago. I would watch like clubs and stuff dancing when I was in college or like a little bit after college as well. And I couldn't, I would never, I would never feel comfortable taking up space with my arms and expressing anything 
I was like, I'd see other people doing it. And I'd be like, I was so self-conscious and I couldn't, I couldn't, I was sort of just stuck literally like physically. And so now it's just so funny when people are like, Oh yeah. Like you're so comfortable. I was like, yeah, this is a, this is a transitionary thing. <laughs> We're very self-conscious. This person. is new. Yeah. But it's, and it's, it's also in part because I am, because I've gone through this process of coming home is I don't, I, yeah, I'm weird. I can live with that. <laughs> Dude, I'm so weird too. I, and you know I, what? And I love meeting my other weird people because I know. they make my life so much fuller. Like, well, I'm sad. I'm sad we didn't get to rehash my uh, banana and pants in high school, but you know, it's just. Oh, and maybe we could have like a, 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 maybe I'll cut a clip and like throw <laughs> it in. And if you want me to tell the story of, I'm just going to really quickly say this because you can't bring that up and not say something. So me and Stacy had a conversation a couple months ago and I was talking about like my resistance to embodying masculine energy, so to speak. And she, I'm going to let you use your own words. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but she essentially was like, Oh wait, you, how did you say it about essentially pretending to walk around with a penis? That, I mean, I don't know. Like She's like, you're, you're like, just, just imagine like, like you have a dick and like walk around, put a banana in your pants. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just like, wait, do you not think about having a penis sometimes? Because I am very comfortable with the idea of having a penis. And, and my response to her was, that makes me highly uncomfortable. <laughs> and you know what? But I love that because it was like, why does that make me so uncomfortable? And that was, oh, that was inner exploration for me to realize like my, some of my issues around the masculine energy and and stepping into that like penetrative and here I am I'm just like goofy about it I'm like I fucking love the idea of like I know I've had penises before you know like I I know that I've like incarnated in that type of body and I'm just like wow I think there's part of me that misses my dick but I still you know I think so too I always say earlier, I was like, I've had this conversation with my husband recently and he's just like, okay, <laughs> like, this is just, this is like old hat for him to like hear at this point. But it's just like, yeah, I, I've always kind of, um, I've always had a fine time kind of being in that kind of masculine energy. No, before. How, how much you used to do to your boyfriend in high school? So I, I'm, so I was in theater and I was telling Nicolette that I was so comfortable pretending to be like what we call like you know in the binary like a, a a dude and I would love taking on those roles and so I yeah put a banana in my pants one day and I just like go hug up on my boyfriend at the time and he's just like what the fuck and I'm just like yeah <laughs> I'm just grinding on him and just being being weird and I just this was just so normal for me like I've I've always been like kind of a pervert and also very immature and goofy like that's my sad son in the first house just I wear that very forwardly. And, but yeah, there's a part of me that's like, no, that was not hard for me to do. And I kind of love playing with that masculine energy to kind of go into it. But there's also like the real kind of like energy that I possess. That's just very much get shit done. Please don't make excuses. You know, like I definitely possess like a a serious side of it as well. But just the idea of me feeling like in that bodysuit is not a hard one for me. And I mentioned this also at that time when I was like very comfortable kind of like quote unquote being a dude, I was way disconnected with my sexual energy. And it was felt, I felt very much like a little girl 
mm-hmm. and I could not be um, flowy. I could not be kind of like this wild woman. I was way more comfortable with actually just being in this like class president mode, um, something always rehearsed. And then I could sort of like, um, very control, right. Very control. I was a cheerleader. I sound, I sound like a pompous dick on paper, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You too can be a douche and then improve years later. Yeah, I was, I was very much in a very structured little realm, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of structure in my life and I got to kind of like go put that hat on and go put that hat on and go put that hat on. And even though I might've been in this little skirt, dancing around and things like that there was so much order to it and I got yeah and there was performative qualities to it as well and so anyway yeah it's been a whole experience in the years after that and the 15 years later to sort of have to be Stacy and not get to you know wear any other cover-up or uniform and then sort of embracing all the expressions of me without always having the container of order structure um rehearsing you know, or getting to kind of fall back on like, I have a banana dick. Yeah. You know? But the, and, and this is when your banana dick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to bring the banana dick back, by the way. I don't, like every time I buy it, I like this thing. I don't understand. Well, like, okay. Like I, I bought Why was it a thing that it left and then it came back? It needs to come back. Yeah. I think it needs to Are you back. just going to make it a thing? Yeah. I'm just going to start making it a thing. All like, right. It I just, was, I, I support you in, in any maybe, of your endeavors if it's true to you. Maybe it will be a sweet potato dick because did you see the sweet potatoes I purchased the other day and I posted <laughs> them on Instagram? My God. I'm like, how you're, you're selling elephant dicks and you expect me to not make a joke about this. Do you really expect me to not make a joke about this? By the way, I'm sorry if you're someone who's listening to this still at this point and you're offended by this in any way. But I'm sorry. Warning. I'm going to put a warning in the beginning. Um, Not safe for work. We know. That's safe for, for a lot of places. But you know, I always say nature is the first pervert. Okay. Because we, we post this on the sacral house. So if people get offended by this, I'm sorry. Like there's so many yonis, you know, and vulvas in nature from flowers. Oh my God. So many flowers look like you know, female genitalia, or I shouldn't say female genitalia, but they look like genitalia to those who have a clitoris, a vulva, you know, and, and, and vagina. Um, and then there's a lot of fruits and foods that look like penis. So well, I'm sorry, it, if we want to be again, about it, just saying. If, and if it makes you uncomfortable, lean into that because me saying the word dick this many times on a recording, no less, in a previous version of myself would have been very uncomfortable. But like, that's me. I had to unpack all my sexual stuff, all my stories, all my shame, even cussing, you know, it's not professional. It's cursing. So it's bad. It's, you know, so all these things, I'm just going to bring it back to this is an invitation for you to understand and ask why you're resistant to it, why it makes you uncomfortable. And it doesn't mean it's right or wrong or good or bad, but it's another way into you. And if you're still here listening at this point, I imagine you're somebody who, who is on this journey. Otherwise, you would have checked out a long time ago. So on that note, so your children don't get stranded somewhere, because I really want to, to make sure that I love their beautiful little faces um, and spirits and souls. Her kids are amazing. Um, they are good kids. But I want to ask, um, how can people find you? Okay. 
And any last words that you might have? Oh my gosh. Okay. Where can you find me? StacySexton.com and thesacralhouse.com. Stacy M. Sexton on Instagram and at the Sacral House on Instagram. Those are the top places. Um, for, you can link me, you can DM me on social media, all that good stuff. I'm always an open container. Um, sometimes I'm a little slow to responding because that's just life right now, but I'll get to you. And last words, Nicolette, just thank you. Thank you for just, you know, going to all the places and I love you. I know there's a million things that we could have talked about specifically and I'm just really proud of you for doing this. I think it's really beautiful to be able to see your friends doing something that they want to do, comma, damn it. <laughs> just <laughs> period. <laughs> and a period after that. Yep. I was well, trying to have the good grammar, you know, but yeah. yeah I'm period at the end. So yeah. thank you. Love you. I love you. Thank you for taking your time and for being with me and for pulling things out of me that I didn't even know existed and for challenging me and being a safe space and for your encouragement and your friendship. I love you. I love you too. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. (sighs) I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed having the conversation with Stacy. I hope you learned something new or it sparked a yes or a no in your sacral region, (laughs) whether you want to call that your gut or your womb or soul or whatever you want to call it. It's yours. Thank you again for listening in. Another reminder, if you are interested in exploring the Sacral House products, you can go to thesacralhouse.com, as you just heard Stacy say. It is in the show notes. And if you decide that a certain product or multiple products are calling your name, make sure to type in Authentic20 at checkout so you can get your 20% off. And I would also highly recommend subscribing to the Sacral House newsletter as they are continuously rolling out new products and oftentimes they come in limited batches. And so if you want to be the first to know about new products that are coming out and getting first access to them, it's a great way to do so. As always, it's a blast having you here. I appreciate you. If there's any questions that you have about the Sacral House or human design, feel free to message Stacy. Her information, the best ways to contact her will be in the show notes. If you have questions for me about anything we talked about, please feel free to connect with me as well. My information is in is in the notes also. And I will be back with you in a couple of weeks. I love you. I appreciate you. Be gentle with yourself as always. Be kind as you explore what it means to be human in this newer, more authentic way. And I just hope that these messages that I'm sharing with you are giving you doors, curiosities to do more more exploration and inviting you deeper into yourself. So with so much love and reverence, I'll be with you again soon. Bye-bye.